Welcome to B2B e-commerce integrated, the show where I have interesting conversations with IT leaders and experts to understand their perspective on B2B e-commerce. My name is Arno and today we are talking about the eight steps of replatforming the tech stack with Ashanka. And be sure to listen all the way through for the details because it will be a very interesting show. Hey Ashanka, thanks for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure to be here and to do all those who are tuned in. I'm Ashanka, I'm an e-commerce consultant at Sana Commerce and I've been helping companies big and small around the globe from Australia to Middle East to Europe and UK to find their true potential on B2B e-commerce online. Cool. Thanks, Ashanka. Great to have you in the show today. Yeah, as said, I would like to talk about this topic about replatforming because yeah, according to my expertise and talking to IT managers, IT directors, it can be a very complex process. Yeah, for sure. Replatforming of an e-commerce system is a big decision for a company, both strategically and financially. Because unlike a company who is going into e-commerce for the first time, for a company which is replatforming, there is already a well-thought-out process in place, complete with all system integrations and people to execute it. So in most cases, these old systems are well-oiled and has been working for a long time. And in most cases, still get the job done in uh, realistically, but maybe a little bit more and more slowly and clunkily. Also, everybody, including customers, are accustomed to the system and also come to terms with all its quirks and problems as well. So the process of pulling the plug from this old trustworthy Toyota and plugging the new and cutting edge Tesla takes a lot of research, discussions, decisions, convincing both internally and externally. This usually falls on the IT manager and the IT team who, if we are lucky, are the same ones who built the first system initially and implemented and maintaining the legacy system as well. So yeah, a replatforming project is an exciting time for IT managers and that to build the system that they can take their business to the next level, which can also become a nightmare if not planned properly and done with an experienced partner like Sana Commerce maybe, because you are responsible for the result, be it a big success or a massive failure as well. Okay, really, really great points. So indeed, it is very yeah, exciting times for an IT manager, IT director, if you get, let's say, a replatforming project on your plate or you initiate it by yourself. I can also imagine it's very stressful. Maybe not everybody likes to do it or wants to do it because, yeah, it can be a real nightmare if it goes wrong, right? And, and or if the planning is not done correctly or you do not have even a, a great plan or a good plan for it or you do not have the learnings. So with that being said, from your perspective, how would you start the whole process of replatforming? Yeah, before the how, I think it's important to identify as a team the why. Why are you deciding to replatform in the first place? This would be the step one. Always start with why. Always start with why. And the why can be listed down conceptually, and I'll give you some examples. I think the first thing to see is, are there shortcomings in your platform? Why is the current system not working? Maybe it requires high maintenance and has a lot of issues, has errors or orders that need manual work to be done. That might be one of the shortcomings. Or maybe it's slow and not supporting the latest SEO optimizations. Problem for you. Or maybe it does not allow you to comply to regulations. It's a big problem now in the world. Your system needs to comply to GDPR, privacy, or accessibility requirements. All these are important. So if you don't have them, then those are shortcomings of your current system. Or is it because of scalability? Maybe you're expanding to other regions with different currencies, with different languages, with different tax logics and shipping strategies. Maybe your existing system blocks you from doing that. 
or maybe this whole re-performing idea is triggered due to the necessity to upgrade the ERP system to a later version. An example could be that you had a smaller ERP system, a non-enterprise ERP system, and you want to move now towards Dynamics FNO or SAP S4HANA, and that your new system, you need to go for a new system that really supports these ERPs. Or you're migrating to the cloud, right? From an old version of the ERP yep. to a newer one. We also see that a lot, right? So yeah, cool. And also thinking more externally. So these are internal things. Mm -hmm. uh, thinking more externally, the re-platforming may, may, may be triggered due to the existing system falling short on giving your customers the best online experience. That's the main thing, right? So maybe it's lacking in basic B2B functionalities for these B2B companies and the customers are encountering these functionalities in the outside world with your competitors. That's a problem. Maybe it does not have the personalization that you want to give to your customers. That's important now because the B2B customer is now also a B2C customer as well. Maybe you have a huge backlog of unhappy feedback from customers, mm -hmm. which are not given attention to. That is also a problem. So all these come together and there can be many more reasons that a team can think of if they want to list it. And if you create such a list, it would create a clear picture of the why. Why do we need to re-platform? And that will give a clear picture to the main people involved. And it will also help you as a team and the IT managers and the team to pitch this internally to the management who are going to approve this re-platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, looking at the customer is always a great idea, right? Yeah. And it's awesome if you have already... Yeah, it's actually a good thing if you have a, a good and a bad thing if you have a big list of, let's say, a big backlog of unhappy customer feedback because at least you're listening or you have gathered feedback. But yeah, you need to work on it, right? To, yeah. to make the magic happen. And then once you have made that list and once you have defined your why, then as a second step, it's good to check whether the mothership in this fleet of ships, the ERP, is ready for this change. Is it high time we upgraded to the new ERP version? Is it slow? and running on hard disk and small ramps maybe, and is badly in need of a boost in resources? Could be. Are there any customizations or table data that can conflict with a new system? That could be a problem. So you need to really check whether your ERP is ready for the replatforming after you decided that you want to replatform. Mm -hmm. We've seen projects a lot, of course, and there can be a lot of things already cluttered or a lot of data which is not good or all systems indeed maybe not even to the cloud eh? nowadays in the cloud it's easy to scale but yeah what if it's not there yet right then you need to uh, indeed so funny that you still say yeah hard disk or ram because that is still what we sometimes see with customers right yeah. it just needs to be added there so okay yeah just check all the things on the technical side before you actually start a transition or replatform. Yeah. Yeah. And, and once you know that then you begin the adventure of finding the right partner so your list is clear you know your problems you found your ERPs ready then you need to find a partner who is proficient and has done this before. You can follow some simple steps to set up clear expectations for yourself and for the potential vendor who's going to help you as the partner, instead of having a lot of flashy sales jargon thrown at you by the vendors that you are looking at. So how you can do that? First thing that you can do is list down and check whether the features you have in the current system are fulfilled better with the new system. That's the main thing. And then also good to list down any new needs that your stakeholders ask for and see how the new systems can provide you those functionalities that your stakeholders need. Also, what you can do is make a list of all the third-party integrations that you currently have and also the new integrations that you were not able to have before that you have listed and put in your backlog. And also don't forget 
to check for those ideas that you have put as desired features in the past. We see those in a lot of RFPs and RFIs. You don't need them in the first space after the re-platforming, but it's good to know whether the platform and the pattern that you're going for can provide you these things in the future. Think about things like CPQs or PIM systems or punch-out systems, CRM integrations. You need to find a partner who has the experience with these systems when you're re-platforming. Otherwise, you are going to regret it later when you need these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talking about stakeholders, we we often see projects fail if it's only be led by one direction in the company, maybe only by IT or only by marketing or only by commerce. How would you form a group? What is the perfect group of stakeholders in your opinion? I think the perfect group of people would be where what we have seen successful is, especially for these global corporates, what we have seen successful is that there is a core person, someone called the e-commerce manager who takes total ownership of the global e-commerce and then a core team of people around that person who are proficient in different areas. They have the competencies of SEO, ERP. So there's a small team of about three to four people who is together with the e-commerce manager. And then that team will guide the other companies around them on the e-commerce features that they will need. Yeah, so really a multidisciplinary team from different people, but still with some ownership in place to move forward, right? There should be an ownership. And then your company will usually have all the competencies that you need. And then if the core team is the gatekeeping team, which says these features are what you want Mm -hmm. and collects all the needs of the internal departments. It's good that you asked because I think it's important. These these are not just ideas that pop into my mind or a list that I put together. These are things that corporates are using. Companies that I've worked with recently are using these to do it well, do these re-performance properly. I'm currently engaged in a few projects one with a large-scale agricultural company in the Netherlands, another one, an Austrian giant, who is a well-known name in the hydraulic lifting and cranes uh, space, and also another one, which is a leading manufacturer of automobile tires based in France. I think it would be a hint to what these customers would be. Most of these clients, what they do best is to plan properly what they want to do, do a due diligence on what you need out of the re-platforming rather than just jumping uh, head first into a project. Yeah, great first step so far, Shanka. Really, really helpful. So yeah, what's the next we can do after yeah, you have chosen uh, the right partner and make decisions about the platform? Then it really starts, I would say, right? Yeah, that's when the party really starts. <laughs> if the preparation and due diligence was done properly, this party would be fun. Otherwise, it's going to be a really bad party for the rest <laughs> of the time. Yeah. The main thing now is to review the list of new and existing features and integrations. You list out and make you listed out and made decisions and identified which gaps you have. But then you will always encounter gaps even more when you start the project that you could not think about before. It's important here not to make a one-to-one migration of what you had before, but also to just check with your new partner how you can improve and get the best experience out of the same feature that you wanted from the new system rather than just copying what was there before. This is also a good time to reflect whether you had made bad decisions in the previous platform that you would want to change now because that we see a lot happening and where you had the feature, it was not really used. So it would be good if that's a, that's done in a data-driven approach, which we really push for. Mm-hmm. 
still taking the customer in mind, of course, always, right? The end user yeah. can be a B2B buyer or yeah, some other users of the platform, mm-hmm. of course. Then from there, if I understand you correctly, most of the, it's it's not about bringing one feature if it was really something that you say, okay, we develop this, for example, in a custom platform, we must have it in a new one. It's not always that copy-pasting, right? And that you, that you mentioned, it's look at the customer journey, look at the customer, and then just see how the new system will map to it and to bring the value as as most because yeah just copy pasting is maybe not adding that value right also something that a lot of plans don't give enough weightage to till the end of the migration mm-hmm. process is content yeah how do you migrate the content that you already have in your system because you put a lot of money and effort into it you need to bring it forward into the new system everyone has in their head that this is just going to be copy paste as you mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. but it's not but the real story is really different it, it is much more work in most of the cases. So to avoid any hiccups, it's best to delegate this early and appoint persons responsible to check on how and what content will be need to migrate. If you know and you have listed out clearly what you wish to migrate from what you had before, then your e-commerce partner and you can discuss and come to a plan on how do you migrate the data. And there might be some data that cannot be migrated and you are aware of what is possible and what is not possible upfront rather than right at the end of the replatforming project. So this is really important. So another thing would be the other dilemma that a lot of companies get stuck with is this intermediate stage. Because when you start a replatforming project, there will be a state where you will start the project and end the project. And then at that point, you have the old system still running and the new one is projected to go live soon. There are a lot of decisions to make during this stage, which can cause a headache if you did not anticipate those decisions. That's what the IT manager needs to do. I can give some examples which would be clear to you. You need to decide whether the whether to upgrade the existing beta ERP system to the latest version because that's needed for the new pre-platforming project. But then you run the risk of losing a beta ERP to fix things if something breaks in your existing production system. So what do you do? Can you just create a new instance? Mm-hmm. That's what we would advise to Business Central ERP customers. But can you just do and create a new ERP instance of a SAP S4 HANA. Not practical. Mm-hmm. So it's good to discuss that. So to understand clearly, that's about, let's say, um, yeah, having flexibility in your different stages of uh, ERP development, right? Or, yeah. or running multiple instances so that you can test and, and evolve. That's not always clear, right? That is, that's good to have from actually not only the ERP, but maybe also other systems you interact with yeah. for your B2B journey that you have. Yeah, no, no, multiple versions running next to each other or that you have at least thoughts about it or clarity that you can say, hey, we can create separate environments maintaining multiple setups next to each other to make sure that you can go live at some point in time with yeah, the, the new one. Yeah, you need to decide whether you can do it or not. But okay. you and your partner needs to be aware of what is possible. Yeah. Because as I said, for SAP customers, we see it's not simple to just say, yeah. hey, rig up a new test system. That's not... Yeah, it's, got, it's a long day of a long time, uh, <laughs> long time to, yeah, to arrange yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. And, and then other things that you need to also consider is other scenario that you get is what to do with the old system licensing. What we see in replatforming, we are talking about an old platform being replatformed. Mm-hmm. And then you are talking about licenses. Yeah. In the intermediate stage, most of your new partners will also say you need to start paying for the new license. Yeah. And if the replatforming period, then you need to think... Do I remove my old license already with the risk that the new partner will not deliver? If they don't deliver on time, then my old license gets canceled. Yeah. And then on time, I have nothing. The, the old shop is also not there. The new system is also not there. What mm-hmm. do I do? So yeah. that's a decision that you need to make smartly. And then also, what do we do with 
the content. So because the live system will keep running till we are we are fully replatform the old system. And during the time period the live system is still used, people will build content on it. What do you do to that content? Do you just do stop to content from the time you start the replatforming project, or do you just let people continue to add content? So these decisions need to be made, and then you need to be aware of this before you fall into a pitfall in the middle of the project. Very, very interesting thoughts and a lot of steps to be aware of. It's maybe good to have a sort of a checklist that is that is always good. I was not aware about the licensing, but that is also an important thing, of course. And also discuss, yeah, when are you going to pay? Maybe yeah, also when you're selecting the platform that you uh, take that um, in a negotiation or something, right? When uh, when are you going to shift from ERP or, for example, is it is it related or not? Yeah, that's interesting. I learned a lot from that. Yeah, so so we're checking one checkbox after another. We are already have covered six out of the eight steps. What would be the critical last steps in the process to keep in mind? Yeah, I think the last two steps, if I were to put it like that, would be the timing and resources. Mm-hmm. That's one step. And also having a realistic game plan for yourself and for the partner. The first part is it's important that you have responsibilities clearly defined, which parts you are responsible for as the client, which parts the external parties are responsible for, uh, like the partners and the ERP partners. And then for the parts that you are responsible for, you need to organize internally a team with the communities, like what you asked before, to cover all the needs that you will encounter, which are your responsibilities to do. This way, you have people, not just the IT manager, you have people in your company taking responsibilities for their own task sets and they can pre-plan their schedules to make time for this project. Otherwise, people have other things to do apart from the replatforming project in their company. It's also important that timing of the start of the project and the timing of all the different milestone activities of the project within the replatforming is decided upfront. Why this is important is otherwise it will clash with your other business events. Because these are not just IT companies or these are businesses or corporates which sell some product. There are other events that can happen which would lead to deprioritizing of the replatforming, which will throw out the plan that you made together with your partner out the window. And then that would just mess up all the plans that you made together. And that will result in postponement, losing your licensing or even exceeding budgets that you planned for initially. Yeah, nobody wants that, right? Exceeding budgets and time. Yeah. And because, yeah, often we see projects that they're taking longer and longer mm-hmm. if they are not taking the right approach. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that leads to uh, the budget part is, is important. Of course, the, the budget is a very important factor in replatforming, mm-hmm. as you can imagine, it's money. And it needs to be tracked from the beginning when you agreed to. And in the middle, as I said, there could be gaps that you identify still and the scope can't creep. Mm-hmm. And then you need to still track it. But if you had planned well, if you had listed out all the different things and the risks before, the surprises that you get in the middle and the end of the project will be really less, which means that hopefully you're still within the budget that you plan for or even lesser if you really plan together with a trustworthy partner. So yeah, the budget is always important, obviously, as we mentioned. And I was also still adjusting about that you need to have that multidisciplinary team to have that success. That is a great tip. So then there's one left, right? Yeah. With eight steps. Yeah. Yes. That brings everything together. So from the beginning of this conversation, I said, mm-hmm. hey, we need to make plans, we need to make lists, etc." That comes in totally to a game plan, which is realistic. You need to be realistic about what you need. Rather than if you make a good game plan, then you are running in a race and you are getting to the end and there will be hurdles 
you will skip all the hurdles without any problems. Usually, your partners who are doing the implementations should give you a plan. However, you will notice that they always take the plan from their angle, the vendor angle or the persons doing it, but they will not take into account your own internal problems and your own internal planning. So that's why it's good for you to have the overall planning with all the different partners that are engaging with you. And that will make your, that should be from the beginning to the go-life activities and even aftercare period mm-hmm. that, that you would have. I mean, it's a conceptual list of eight mm-hmm. things. I think the main thing to focus on here is that first, you need to list down your reasons why to yep. the platform, understand the readiness for that project, do a due diligence on the new platform's features, make decisions on existing features and integrations to take forward, decide what to do with the content that you already have, anticipate what to do in that intermediate stage. And the seventh and eighth steps would be the timing of activities and milestones throughout the project and also having a proper game plan that brings this all together. And if you do all these properly, then your ride will be a joyful ride. And if you don't do this, there's more often than not, you will get into a lot of pitfalls and even blame for not doing the project properly. Yes, now thank you very much and great input so far in the information i think it was a very detailed session but especially for of course the companies that are going or are considering a replatforming the erp and erp and e-commerce or b2b e-commerce then this would be a nice guidance or checklist to uh, to be followed uh, we are writing a blog post on it i've given my input to it oh nice so maybe People can of course get that blog post. Yeah, in can our... read it in their own time. So that is also we will we will share the link on the different channels yeah. when we are publishing this episode. So yeah, thank you very much, Ashanka. Really, really helpful. And yeah, if you like the content that we have shared today, then just subscribe to the channel on YouTube or on Spotify or on Apple Music where you like to listen to this podcast. And we are seeing you back again in two weeks with a new episode. So stay tuned. Thank you very much.